1: Hey, Good evening, football fans, and welcome to Let's Talk CFL Podcast, episode number 290. I'm your host, Christopher Jones, and we're going to talk football for the next couple of hours. Hopefully, that'll do. We got three of us on the show tonight. Uh, not a bunch. Chris bailed on us again, but that's okay. He's got going through some issues, and uh, whatever works for him, whatever works for him, and Mark's probably whining at work or something like that. I don't know. He's not coming to see us anyhow. So and Charles and Will are definitely here. I mean, they're our staples uh I mean will's here more often than I am, and Charles is pretty much now well, we'll go back and forth anyhow that's beside the point. what's the rant about? Well, what is today Today is October seventeenth two thousand and eighteen, and the uh moronic Trudeau Liberal government has now legalized uh recreational marijuana in Canada now what's this got to do with football well. A great deal, actually, because the majority of all football players use marijuana to um, heal themselves and take away the pain and injury and suffering that they put out by abusing their bodies for our entertainment on the football field. And now they can do it without the fear of reprimandations. That didn't That. That was a bad word. I don't know what that word was. We were talking just off the air about proper grammar and and using words in proper context, and I screwed that one up. But, yeah, there's no consequences to them now. They're actually legally allowed to do this to continue with their football careers. And I've I've known many football players over the years, and the, the minority of them are the ones that don't smoke pot. Of some form or another, most of them do, and uh, you know I'm probably going to get yelled at about this. And no, oh, I don't do that. I wouldn't put poison in my body. You know, a Milt Stegall vegetarian type of guy. Who, you know, yeah, nah. anyhow. Beside the point. Uh, the majority of them do, and uh, they need to because uh, their their body just takes this the, this game takes a tremendous toll on them, and uh, and it, it it it's a good thing for them. So now they can do it without fear of of. Dire consequences, and I'm pretty happy about that. I'm happy for them. I personally have never uh, been a pot smoker, never really did it when I was younger or anything like that. And I'd be lying to you if I said I didn't, but that's beside the point. Um, but, you know, I, 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 I've helped many people over the years with it, mm-hmm. doing different things and everything else. And I'm just glad that these football guys can now uh, take care of themselves a little bit better. And not get busted in airports, Duron Carter, you moronic fool. You had, should have waited until October 17th before you start flying around with pot in your carry-on bag. <sighs> Shake my head. Anyhow, it's now legal. He can do that. And those dogs can't do anything about it. Up to 30 grams, which is actually quite a lot. Uh, okay, uh, enough of this. It's a stupid rant, and it's got really nothing to do with football, but it's got something to do with football players, but uh, so be it. Let's uh, open up the phone boards and uh, talk to our buddies and pals and friends, and Charles, how are you doing, buddy?
0: I'm doing good. How are you?
1: I'm doing okay. I You're just good. I just had to get that out there today, just because it was no, just one of those enough. things. Yeah, I don't
0: know. That makes sense. It's a pretty big story everywhere today, so...
1: It is. It is. It's, it's really hard that, 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 you know, there's a, I posted something on my personal Facebook page today, which was there's a DJ in Camloops I was listening to. And um, he was going to go through the actions of, you know, what, how to celebrate this, what could he do on air that would be, you know, not necessarily promote it, but you know, the awareness. And he got this big write up from the, uh, From management that says what you can't do and can't do, can and cannot do, you cannot post a picture of a DJ smoking a doobie in the (laughs) in the control room and you can't endorse it and you cannot promote it and everything else. And the guy goes on and he goes, Why would I endorse or control a substance that helps cure and slow down the growth of cancer? Why would I endorse something that helps uh, muscular dystrophy people with their tremors. Why would I help people that you know support something that helps Alzheimer's disease? And he goes on to this big, massive list of all the the things, the remedies that this product does or is proven to do. And he goes, no, I would never endorse, it. I would never promote this for those people. And it's like, wow. I and I actually sent him a text and says, you know, you got to post that. Video clip or audio clip on, on the Facebook page so that we can share it. So he actually did, and I shared it. So it's on my Facebook page if anybody wants to go look at it. And that's Christopher Jones. Anyhow, and if you can't find me, that's too bad. Go find me on, uh, let's talk Facebook somewhere. Let's talk CFL and, and what's, the, what's the word called? It's not trolling. It's a, uh, what do you do when you go look at somebody's Facebook page? That, you know, it's
0: like uh, creeping. Creepy, creepy, no Go creep!
1: Or, or, go creep out my yeah. Facebook page. Thank you, Will. Yeah. Will McDonald, welcome to the show, buddy. How you doing?
2: I'm a I'm a very big creeper. So, um, here I I this is this is my take on this whole thing, and you guys explain this to me, okay? Okay. I don't get it. Okay. So they're legalizing marijuana.
1: Yes, which is so wrong, are okay. they're,
2: they're therefore. The government's gonna get their cut. Finally, right? That's no, what or, it is. I don't, I don't, I, I don't is know. Only thing this is about. I don't know of any. I don't know of any marijuana dealers that used to pay taxes. So okay. So do you know mar- last,
1: many marijuana dealers?
2: Never mind. No. Go ahead. In the last in the last twenty to fifteen years, fifteen to the twenty. The two biggest. Fifteen <laughs> to twenty. The two biggest no-nos in the world. And they brainwash kids this way from a very young age is you do not you do not smoke cigarettes. Okay. And you and you do not drink and drive. Correct. Okay? I'm good with that. So now so now and I'm good with that too. So now they're legalizing something. That technically or a lot of people smoke it number one, yeah. and it impairs you number two,
1: well, that's a debate
2: okay I, I it still impairs you because they 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 they're gonna have laws out there about driving under the influence of no, marijuana
1: they, okay, they already
2: do, but it's not a proven right thing. It's i haven't yet, I don't
1: get it. I just don't get it. You don't get why they would legalize
2: it. We're going backwards
1: to make money. Obviously. I don't. I don't understand why they would have it illegal, where it would put you in jail for owning something that is natural. Alcohol actually has to be created. Okay, you cannot just acquire it. it doesn't. It, it's not there in nature. Okay, you actually okay, have to make sure. it. It's something. that's product. Okay, cocaine doesn't exist anywhere in nature. It comes from the <coughs> coca plant and it no, has no. to be processed, no, right? Yep, Heroin yep, yep, comes yep, yep, from yep. the poppy and has to be processed. Pot is, is natural. It, you don't do anything to it. It's just the way it comes. Right. Okay. So why is that bad? How can something that is grown naturally in nature be illegal? This is a football show. I want to make sure that you guys understand this and we're really off track. But it that that's to me is that that's wrong. It's absolutely wrong that you would put somebody in jail for something that happens naturally in this world. You know, magic mushrooms, magic mushrooms are not illegal in this country. You can grow them, you can consume them, you can sell them, you can possess them, you can do anything to them. As soon as you dry them, they're illegal. If you grab magic mushrooms and pick them off the grass, and you come home and you make tea out of them it 's perfectly legal okay mm-hmm. because it 's something found in nature, and that 's the way that the law was written if it 's in its natural form it 's not illegal as soon as you convert it out of out of its natural state, it becomes a a, a controlled substance. Why is pot not the same and if we're if, if we 're making it legal. Why are there – previously, there was 15 laws on the books dealing with cannabis. As of today, there's now 45. That doesn't sound Mm -hmm. like it's legal to me.
0: It sounds like it's getting more illegal if they're putting in more laws. It just sounds like a cash grab,
1: whether it's on the taxation at the beginning on on the sale of the product or it's on the fines and convictions of it afterwards. decriminalization would have made more sense because then you can't tax it. Anyhow, beside the point, we're really off track here. Let's talk some football.
2: Okay, we've wasted nine minutes on this.
1: Yeah, but it's okay. okay. I mean, it, hey, it's
2: a that's pretty big okay. topic in, you the, know what? in the country of Canada. On every, on every station, on every radio today, that's all they were talking about. So
0: I
1: know, and they were doing clips from... T- uh, Cheech and Chong and they were playing Stoner commercials yep. and Bob Dylan and uh, you know who's that Raspifarian guy Bob Marley <laughs> and you know it was just they, it, it was it was actually a good day of radio but uh, so why would Let's Talk CFL podcast be any different right? Is that what you're trying to tell me?
2: Absolutely, okay. Absolutely. But you know what we're not going
1: to make it the majority of the show we are going to talk football and we're going to start right now <laughs> Okay. Game previews: Hamilton Tiger Cats are traveling. I think it's north, east, into Ottawa. I'm. I i do not know. I'm never good with geography in Ontario. Uh, they're going up to Ottawa to play the Red Blacks in Frank, Frank Claire Stadium, Lansdowne Park, in what they call TD Place. This is a battle of the only two eastern teams that are going to make the playoffs and they are currently tied for first place. This is a four a true four-point game. Which Trevor Harris is going to show up and will it matter? Does Winnipeg have the defense to stop Brandon Banks? I don't know. Will What's your take Winnipeg? on this game? Did I say well, Winnipeg? Ottawa. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Uh, I was
2: confused there f I was confused there for a minute. Like, do I not too. know what's and, going on?
1: Winnipeg is um, not in Ontario. I know that.
2: You know, the 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 big hype on this whole thing. Do you guys realize, regardless of who wins this game? At the end of this CFL season, the last place team in the West could have a better record than the first place team in the East. That's scary.
0: That, that's Anyways. been like that for a couple of years, though, I believe.
2: I know. I know it has. I know it has. It's just pathetic. So,
1: so, what you're talking about here is a team that is going to miss the playoffs will have a better record than a team in the East that gets a bye. Yep.
2: Yes, that's in first place.
1: Which is highly possible. Okay? Yeah. So, we're in week 19, Hamilton and Ottawa are playing, and in week 20, Hamilton and Ottawa are playing, and in week 21, Ottawa plays Toronto, and Hamilton plays Montreal. The two teams that yep. failed to make the playoffs. So theoretically, yep. if Ottawa Hamilton split their series and then destroy I the think two they will. cellar dwellers and destroy the two cellar dwellers, okay, then they will end yep. up with ten wins each, okay. Yep. And Edmonton right now has two remaining games. Okay, they play BC in this this week. And then they play Winnipeg in the final week. So there's a good chance Edmonton's not going to win a game.
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm. But there could be also a good chance.
1: Winnipeg would have to win both games. They would have to win both games (coughs) to be tied with one of the Eastern teams. Unless Toronto and Montreal just come out of nowhere and smack these two other teams apart. So I, I, you know what I understand what you're and, saying. And, and hold on,
2: this. and could that and could that not be a possibility? Because at the end of the year, maybe those last two games don't mean diddly squat. So why would you, you know, put your starters in there?
1: Well, because it will so mean diddly go. squat. If Ottawa and Hamilton split the series, then they're tied. Yeah, and they're fighting for the bye week. So they're gonna play everybody in the final game against Montreal and or Toronto. Maybe. Everything's on the line at that point in time. Everything.
2: Yeah, it's only the bye.
1: It's only the buy, but so. it's, it's it's important to be in first. Doesn't doesn't necessarily mean anything in gray cups because just ask the Stampeders. But it's important to be in first.
2: Right. Anyways, okay. Let me talk about this game real fast. I don't have that much to say. I think they're going to split the series. I think they're going to split the series. Um, It's in Ottawa this week, so pretty simple. I'm going to go... I'm trying to catch these two jamoks, so... I'm going to go... I'm going to go... Twenty-nine, twenty-seven, four. <laughs> That's pretty close four, to Chris's
1: scores, isn't it?
2: Four. Well, yeah, but it's going to be opposite for the Ottawa Rough Riders or Ottawa oh, Rough Riders, so Riders, Riders,
1: Sorry, you're talking to Ottawa and Chris Hamilton.
2: Okay. Yeah.
1: Did Mark mail in his scores? Yeah. To who?
2: So. Uh, they're on the they're above they're above the uh, agenda for tonight.
0: Yes, they are.
1: I'm just looking who's on. To, oh, there they are. So Mark took Ottawa 27 and Hamilton 24. Charles, wow. This is pretty close. Everybody's got pretty close scores so far. They don't agree on which team's going to win.
0: I think this is going to be a close one. And I believe Ottawa's going to win it. This is the big series. This is a home-and-home that could decide uh, first place. Will? I don't think it's going to because I'm like, well, not necessarily. If they split. No, that's not necessarily because if they split it, then it'll come down to the last week. So if they split it, we're basically in the same position we are today. So we got to wait to see what happens. It could, uh, but to decide that one team is going to have to sweep the two games, I'm not sure that's going to happen. In fact, I don't think it will. Uh, I think Ottawa's going to win this one. and The reason I'm giving it to them is because they are at home. And typically they play their best football at home, especially Trevor Harris. Uh, once he gets out of his home stadium, he is for all intents and purposes, a, an adventure. Um, I think, quite frankly, that um, the it's going to be a close game. Uh, both of these teams should be able to get up for this, being that first place is on the line. Uh, I think it's going to be a close game. And the other uh, X factor I'm putting in uh, for Ottawa is the kicker, Lewis, who is on a massive streak right now. Excuse it, Ward. Ward. Why am I calling him Lewis? Who's, I don't know who Lewis is. It's is this name Lewis Ward? Thing? I think it's Lewis Ward. That's why I'm calling him Lewis. So we're both right. But uh, I do think that uh, he uh, – I see him as coming through and being the difference maker in this one. I think he's going to get the um, – I think he's going to – I see it coming down to a last-second field goal, really. And I think he's going to uh, to kick it. I'm picking this one. I think it's a close game. I'm going to go Ottawa 29 and Hamilton 26.
1: Wow. So you picked 29. We'll pick 29. You picked 26. We'll pick 27. Mark took Ottawa 27-24. So he's just under you guys. And Chris went and took Hamilton. So – not wanting to leave Chris all alone over there, I'm taking the Hamilton Tiger Cats because I believe they are going to annihilate the Ottawa Red Blacks in back-to-back games. And I think this one's not even going to be close. It's going to be 38-21. to Hamilton is just going to slice
2: and dice them. You know why that's not going to happen, Christopher Jones? Do you know why?
1: Because the CFL can't have that happen.
2: No, two things. The first one is, Hamilton's best receiver this year has been who? Brandon Brandon Banks. Okay. And what did they do today in Canada? Legalize marijuana.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but his, his vice was methamphetamines.
2: Oh, was it? Okay, sorry. My mistake.
1: Right? Now, if we were talking about Durant Carter, I'd agree with you, or Khalif Mitchell, I'd agree with you, right? But no, it, 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 his was a meth thing. Okay, so you can't you can't do that one. Okay, wow, what a differential of opinions here, eh? Now, let's see where we go here. Okay, I got to go back to my comments here chris isn't sorry so he's taking edmonton 32 and bc 28 that's right the edmonton eskimos are coming to the west coast to play the lions and that's how this one's gonna fly out and i don't know what's going on here 30 20 is what Chris is saying it's going to be. I just give me a second here and I'll get you uh, uh, Mark's scores. I'm writing down Pick the rest BC, of Christmas so I don't have to go back and forth. Yeah, I, I just didn't want to go back and forth between the two of them, so I wrote down all of Chris's mm-hmm. scores. And now I got to c- scroll up and get Mark's. Mark, uh, Mark picked BC 32 27. Wow, so Will is going to have to be the odd man out if he wants to pick Edmonton if he's going to do any gaining here on these guys because of an upset. But because I know CJ myself and uh, Charles are going to pick the Lions, so there is nobody picking Edmonton right now. And Will, I can't see you doing it, buddy.
2: Well, no. Why would I pick Edmonton? I'm That's trying. Exactly. I'm trying to. I'm trying to catch Mark. Oh, shit. Mark picked BC. Son of a bitch. Mark picked BC. Uh, yeah. Everybody did. picked
1: BC no. so far except for you. Except for
2: or no, Chris. Did. Chris didn't. Chris didn't.
1: Chris, Chris took BC. Oh, no, Chris took Edmonton. No, I'm sorry, you're right. Yeah, Edmonton. He took Edmonton 32-28. Oh, wow. So he's the odd man out. So you have to take Edmonton if you want to beat Chris
2: at his own game, well, no. or you take BC yeah. and, and or beat I him outright because BC the Lions are going to win. And, and because, well, I don't necessarily know about that, but I, I think this game is too close to call right at this point in time. Uh, BC has been playing better than Edmonton. That's pretty obvious. But the other night. Come on. Mike five Ra- of the
1: last six Ra-
2: wins, games they've won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The other night, Mike Riley came back and won a game. Did it all on his own. Just Ottawa. You know what my brother was like? Oh, yeah, but Ottawa's first place in the East, guys. Come on.
0: You just talked anyway. about how the first-place team would have a worse record than the last-place team.
2: But they're still 1st place in the East, okay? I, I
0: think I'm a writer fan,
2: okay? I can justify mm-hmm. anything. Anyway. Okay. Um, I, I mean, yeah. We're going to talk East about Charlton Hughes this, later. Yeah. BC's defense, BC's defense has been impressive, okay? There's no doubt about it. But, um, you know, I I'm, and I don't wish this on anybody. You know that. I'm not like that. Travis Lule' still injury prone. And ah. then, you, gotta, then you got Jarius Jackson in there. Sorry. Then you got Jarius Jackson in there. And, well, that's and not Jason pretty.
1: Moss is a step not, up.
2: No, Jason Moss isn't. I didn't mean to say Jarius Jackson. I meant to say oh, you
1: mean Jonathan Jennings,
2: the other J.J. Yes, sir. Thank you. Yes, sir. The other J.J. Okay, um, not well, Jeremiah BC Johnson. Be, wait a minute. BC would really be in trouble if Jarius Jackson came in if Travis Lule got hurt. So, anyway, it's tr- but, true story. Uh, <laughs> Maybe uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. I am gonna pick. I am gonna pick. I am gonna pick BC Lions. Oh, I'm so surprised. Thirty-one. The Edmonton Eskimos. Nope. I'm gonna go eight. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go eighteen. Oh.
1: Oh, really? Yep. Hmm. Okay. okay. Charles, I'm just going to yes. put a B down here, okay? There's a big B here.
0: Well. Yeah.
1: Kind of looks like an E with the little N's on it, right? Covered up the mm, belly. Kind of. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, I've been excited about this one all week, literally. I've been waiting <laughs> since... Uh... But
2: this is the biggest. This is the biggest game of the weekend. It's also probably the biggest game of the season.
1: To be honest with you, I, I'm still thinking about driving down for it.
0: I, should, I know my, my wife come, is.
1: Me, my, my wife is going down to go watch the main event. Right, that horse show out in Chilliwack. I should Mm -hmm. drive down with her and just book it in town and go
0: watch the Lions game and then
1: hang out with her and come
0: home. Yes. You can come sit down with me and Russ Gordon. Anyways, uh, like I said, I've been excited about this one all week. I've been waiting for Friday to get here. We're almost there. We're Wednesday night. I just kind of get through tomorrow, and then we'll be on to Friday, so that's kind of exciting. Um. You know, I I read something earlier, about two hours ago, I read this article, and when I first started reading it, uh, I saw the headline, I just kind of shook my head. I'm like, okay, well, this really isn't the same thing. And then I stopped and I thought about it, and then I'm like, you know what? There's actually some valid points. And it was an article written by Ed Willis today, basically comparing this year's BC Lions to the 2011 BC Lions. Because uh, we all remember and saw what happened in that one, going back with the Lions, who got off to a, just an atrocious start in 2011. I think they were one and five to start, and then caught fire in a bottle, and uh, they, just
1: they were oh and they were oh and five, and then went six and oh one. And
0: 5 then went six and one, and so on. So uh, first I thought, well, this really isn't the same thing. But then when they, I really stopped to think about it. Well, hey, Wally's the coach. Travis Lule is the quarterback. Um, during that season in 2011, they brought in, um, they brought in what's his name, Arlan Bruce. At Arlan receiver. Bruce. This year they brought in um, Devere Posey. Devarious. Uh yeah. Or Devere. Isn't it Devere? I thought it was Devere, Devere. Posey. Maybe it's it's Devere. Devere. Yeah, you're right. They also brought in Terrell Sutton, oh, which was, was awesome last week. And I'm like, You know what? There's a lot of parallels between these two teams. Uh, The Lions defense that year got better as the year went along. Well, the Lions defense this year has gotten better as the year has been along. They are probably among the top two or three teams in the league playing the best football right now. They've won five. And I believe, like I said on our last show, based on a win-loss record, they're actually the hottest team in the CFL winning five of the last six. They're very good at home. I, I'm well aware that um, Edmonton won last week, and that was good on them. They were at home, and they were playing a Jekyll and Hyde um, um, Ottawa team, uh, which is really up and down from week to week. The Lions have been streaking. They've been playing very well, and they have been virtually unbeatable at home. There was no the one blip against Saskatchewan a game they probably shouldn't have lost but did. Other than that, they've been solid and unbeatable at home and I think they're staying unbeatable at home. It's not going to be an easy game. I'm not predicting it to be easy. I'm not predicting it to be a blowout, but I am predicting a BC victory. I'm going to say BC is going to win this one. They're going to beat Edmonton 31 to 24.
1: Will are you snoring or are you okay?
2: I'm good. It was a sigh. It was a
1: sigh.
2: Just, yes, 'cause I was just going I was just hearing Charles going on and on and on about their the two thousand and eleven team blah 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 blah. Sorry, just saying, man. No no offense. Just
0: No offense. Well, I'm just, no I'm just
2: offense.
0: On, I'm, I'm gonna take no offense year in this year. What's that?
2: No offense, man.
1: Right. Yeah, but this is like the Calgary Stampeders parallel with like last year, the year before, and the year before when they all did number one in the West and then crapped the bed and, in the rest of the playoffs,
2: right? No, I okay. compare sure. this year's team to the 2014 team that won the Grey Cup. Anyway. Oh, well, good luck. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Okay, so my pick on this one, I'm going to take the B.C. Lions. And, uh... Really? Yeah, I am. But I think this is going to be a little scarier. I think I'm going to pick this one 38-36. I think it's going to be a bit of a shootout. Edmonton doesn't really have that good a defense. But they have Mike Riley. Okay. Now, here's the... Who gives a fuck game?
2: <laughs> How are we going to talk about this for more than 30 seconds?
1: That's what I mean. <laughs> this is the who gives a fuck game, right? Montreal Yachty. is going over to Toronto. Yachty. The two teams that are definitely out of the playoffs, absolutely gone out of the playoffs. There's no freaking hope for these
2: guys. They're playing each other. So, so do we care? So, this. Well, here's my prediction for this weekend. Okay, the other three games that are being played this weekend are all going to go down to the wire. They're going to be won by every team in overtime. or close but to it. Johnny, Ma- But Johnny Manziel is going to beat the Argonauts, and, and we're going to hear about, about Johnny's first win all weekend. Non stop, and nothing else ever <laughs> happened.
0: That's what's going to happen.
2: That's what's going to happen. That, Trust this me. Is a, Trust me. A willism, is it? This is a willism? Yeah, that's what's going to happen. We're going to talk about <laughs> how many times Johnny went to the bathroom in the fourth quarter and, and how he <laughs> threw 1.2 touchdown passes and he nicked himself shaving that morning and on and on, on and on. So, anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Uh, You know what? I think you're right. (laughs) I am right. I am right. I'm going to go along with Chris Lucella, and I'm going to say – go ahead. So,
1: before you go, before you go, I'm just going to say, Chris picked this game 21-14 for Montreal, and Mark has it 19-12 for Montreal.
2: Yeah. I'm going to go 18 13 for Montreal. You're going in
1: between these guys. Oh no, you're not. You would have got it would have had to been twenty to thirteen if you were going in between. Yeah. Eighteen to thirteen for Montreal. Okay. Charles, what do you think is gonna happen here?
0: Pass. (laughs) Um uh, boy, yeah. hang, hang on, hang on! I got to, to do watch... this. I
1: got to do this because this is a true moment for you.
0: <laughs> I don't care. <clears throat> Seriously, is anyone going to watch this game? And if so, why? I mean, you've got because the Argos I, because I, I like football. Okay, I can get I can get behind that. That's fine. But boy, I, think I don't even five know how many people, people in Montreal are want to watch. I'll bet you 5 well, million people are going to watch this game. Maybe.
1: Yeah, yeah maybe in America. Johnny
0: Manziel. I mean, yeah, I guess. Yeah. All in, in America, Canada. they don't know any better. Um, six six or eight people in Canada are going to watch it. Yeah, right. Will will be one of them. Uh, we'll be this, one of them. Is a, this is a less than mean nothing game, and you're right, Will, that if Montreal wins this and Johnny Manziel, it'll be the frickin' top story on TSN for the next 72 hours. And the sad thing is, that's what I think is going to happen because I think Montreal is going to win this game. I think Toronto is an absolute mess. What we, What is happening to Toronto this season is what we thought was going to happen to them last, to season, last season. Uh, yes. Because they were a mess going into the season last year. I guess it just got delayed a year because this year they're an absolute disaster.
1: They won a great comp- time.
0: Yeah, they won a Grey Cup. I don't know how that happened because they're so far away from that this year that it's not even funny. Uh, they've gone a 180 degree turn and turned into a laughing stock, basically. And they're playing the other laughing stock. Basically, these teams are fighting to who's going to stay out of the basement. And I think Montreal overtakes them this week because I would say that even though they're both crappy teams. I would say that Montreal has the edge in who's playing better right now. So I'm going to pick Montreal in the toilet bowl, and I'm going to say the Montreal will win it 24-14. Uh, to Do
1: you know it would absolutely be hilarious? A tie.
0: If it was a double shutout?
1: <laughs>
0: oh, that would be funny. A nothing-nothing shutout.
1: No, but if it ended up a tie, right? Yeah, how, how is that even possible that that would happen? But you know, it it, it would be hilarious as hell. They
0: both suck.
1: They both suck. It but they also play each other next week. They, hey, they play each other next oh, week.
0: They, oh, so they get to play two games in a row. Yes. This one's in Toronto. Oh, the did they really? Oh my yeah. oh, God. God.
2: Oh man! Imagine, imagine the hype when Johnny wins two in a row. <laughs> so, are we going to give this <laughs> game to Toronto because it's in Toronto?
0: Because
1: Toronto's such a, a juggernaut at home, they won all three of their, their victories came at home.
2: Hmm. True that.
0: Yeah.
1: You know what? I'm I'm going to pick Toronto to win this game. I'm going to pick Toronto to win this game, twenty eight twenty four. Just because I think they're they're at home, they're gonna they're gonna be playing for pride, they're gonna be playing for their fans, and they're gonna win this game.
0: I don't what know fan? how.
1: I don't know how, but
0: <laughs> they're
1: gonna wh-
0: they're gonna win. They're gonna win this game. <laughs> you stole my line, Will. That's what I was gonna say. What? Oh, okay.
1: You can't yep. pick on pick on the team. Come on. Let's no, not I'm do not. that. No,
0: I'm not. That's why I didn't say it. Okay. So, this next game,
1: Saskatchewan Rough Riders coming into
0: Calgary.
2: Wait, did Charles pick a score?
0: I did. I said 24-14 Montreal. Okay. Okay. So, um... The last game is
1: Saskatchewan Rough Riders, Canada's team, is playing the Calgary Stampeders. What was that? Oh, I was listening to uh, Sirius XM radio the other day, and when the I was listening to the Riders play. Uh, who did they play? They played uh, Winnipeg, right? And usually Sirius XM um, has the they rebroadcast – the station that is hosting the game. So that would be the Winnipeg station, and I'd be listening to Bob Irving, right? But they didn't. They, they rebroadcasted the Saskatchewan station, and I had to put up with listening to Rod Peterson for the whole game. Okay? It was a challenge. So he goes, so just before opening kickoff, between Canada's team and those
0: bombers. Oh, God. I'd have shut the radio off right there at that point. Well, it did end up 31 to 0.
1: <laughs> so it was worth listening to. Fair enough. Because it was pretty freaking hilarious. Okay, so we've got the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. They're heading over into Cowtown to play the Stampeders. And I don't know what to say. The two top teams in the league, the 12-3 Stampeders are playing the 10-6 and 6 Rough Riders. Calgary's got three games remaining. Saskatchewan has two. Can they overtake them? No. No. But they could tie them if Calgary lost all three of their next games. And I think the season series would go to Saskatchewan. So Saskatchewan could get top spot. It's up to this game. This game has to matter to them, so the riders have to come out and put out. Mark thinks Calgary's going to win this one, 27-16, and Chris has got Calgary 32-21. Let's stick with the Calgary fans and, Will, you're going to be at this game. What's the score going to be? This is probably one of the most well, annoying games that you get to watch all season. One of The, the amount of the most annoying The amount of green people that are going to be in your stadium is going to be sad, pitiful, disgusting, and putrid.
2: And you know what? I was thinking last Saturday that, okay, it's not going to be that bad because Ryder fans are not going to come out when it's cold out to watch a game.
1: It's going to be nice and sunny.
2: Because Calgary's going to win. Calgary's going to beat BC, and they're going to take first place. So it's all over. It doesn't matter anymore. And then BC beat Calgary, and it's going to be like 12, okay? 12 degrees.
1: It's going to so, be nice and balmy.
2: Yeah. So yep. I'm uh, I'm not looking forward dealing with that stuff, okay? Because I just – I'm not – telling you I hate all rider fans. Tony Dengines is a great guy, okay? Absolutely. And I'm sure there's a bunch out of there. I'm sure there's a bunch. Of, I met two ladies in Vegas one year sitting next to me by the pool and they were rider fans and they were great women. Okay? So, but I just don't want to deal with the crap. But uh, hey I like Kelly Bale,
1: just as long as he's not talking about the riders.
2: Yeah, well at least you – I'm not going to say that. Anyways, um, I you tend not to have to put up with as much crap at the end of the year as you do at the beginning of the year. So I'm not anticipating a whole screaming bunch of them there, but there will be enough, I guess.
1: Oh, are you serious? And, uh, it's almost going to be yeah. more green than red. They're
2: um, gonna, there's there's
1: busloads of might, them coming.
2: They're, well, they're, they're but on the other busloads. hand, on, on the other hand, I did not have a problem getting rid of all six of my tickets this week. Okay.
0: And oh, there's greenies going to be sitting beside you.
2: No, no, none of them are Saskatchewan fans. Okay. And and just oh. just so you know, for any of you Saskatchewan fans who wanna who want who wanna you know come and see me at the game. I support, I wear, I use a piece of green rider stuff every every game. Yeah, it's to keep your butt my, warm. My seat cushion is green rider, okay? That's the only thing that color is good for. So, anyways. Oh, I, um, and I've been to a game with um, Will.
1: You wouldn't believe how much he farts.
2: Yeah, there you go. Okay. Them, you know.
0: <laughs>
2: Sorry. And I, and I know... I know my bookkeeper at work doesn't doesn't listen to the podcast. I'll let everybody in on a secret. She's a diehard Saskatchewan fan. Oh, she drives a she drives a red truck. And when when you get season tickets for the Peters, they give you those little horse emblems you can stick in the back of your windshield. Yeah. Well, on the roof of her truck. She has seven of those, okay? Oh, my gosh. And, and she hasn't noticed them yet. And I'm not going to tell you, you who did
1: Will, that. Will, did you really do that?
2: Of course I did that. Anyways. Um, okay. Oh, my good Lord. <laughs> okay, so the other thing I was going to mention, if Calgary does not dominate Saskatchewan this Saturday... Mm -hmm. I'm not going to be a Calgary fan anymore. If Saskatchewan can lose to the Bombers thirty-four to nothing, or whatever it was, thirty-one to nothing, and Calgary does not beat the Stamp or the Saskatchewan Roughriders by, are you ready, guys? Sure. Thirty-eight. to, well, nothing, to nothing <laughs> you can't pick nothing I'm gonna, I'm gonna eat my hat
0: <laughs> okay
2: that's funny and that um, is guys William picking with his emotions right now yeah
1: okay How can I argue with that? William picking with his emotions. Okay. Charles, what do you got happening here? Oh, boy. 38 to nothing. Obviously, Will's not trying to win this competition with Chris and Mark.
0: Doesn't sound like it. Uh, Both of these teams are coming off pretty poor performances last week. Um Obviously, Saskatchewan was considerably more crappy than um, the one that Calgary, at least Calgary Calgary was in the game. Saskatchewan, um, they didn't even show up. They were embarrassed last week. Uh, So you're going to have two teams that are probably pissed off after their performances last week. Um, So they're coming into Calgary. Uh, They got hammered in Winnipeg last week. And I think they're going to kind of walk into a bit of a hornet's nest. Calgary does not lose at home very often. And I'm sure when they do, it really pisses them off. And I'm sorry, I don't see Calgary winning two, or excuse me, losing two in a row at home. I just can't see that. I think that. they're going to come back, and they're going to come back strong on home field. Uh, I think there's a lot of people that are trying to say that the riders are in the same caliber as the Stampeders, that they're right up there in the same type of echelon. Come on. who's Well, who's saying that? Well, 99.9% of those people saying that are rider homers that would say that even if they had two wins. Uh Calgary is going to win this game. They are not going to lose two in a row at home. I'm not going to pick the other blowout that that Will did because they still have that banged-up receiving core. They've got some good receivers in there, guys like Eric Rogers, guys like, um, what's the new game, Chris Matthews that they brought back. So, Boley-Lyne Mitchell still has some weapons to throw to. It's not like they've got all terrible guys. Uh, they're not as good as they could be because they've got some really talented receivers on the shelf. Um, I think that's a game that could really rattle Saskatchewan. That game last week because they were really, um, they were just a no show. It's just a, it was that was embarrassing to have a no show at that like that at this juncture of the season. Calgary's going to win this game. Uh, I think they win it. Um, Comfortably, not a super blowout, but they win it um, by a fair amount. I'm uh, picking Calgary to win this one, 34 to uh, 17, for Saskatchewan, which might be considered a step up for Saskatchewan because they're actually going to score some points. So, huh. that's my pick for this one. I wish Mark was here.
1: But then we would know how what what are the rankings our rankings, do you know?
0: Um I don't have it off the top. Yeah of yet. Mark Mark Mark's in first place.
2: Uh, I know. Yeah. I just want to know how far back I am. You you have no chance, Christopher. No chance at all. You're a
0: long Not way at back. all. Are you sure? As as I yeah. am. I don't think there's enough games even to uh And
2: I don't even think I'm close. Huh. You sure?
0: There's only three yeah. weeks left, so I don't think there's enough games yeah, but that's to make 12 it going games. to win every one. Yeah, that's I don't 12. think you're even that close. I know I'm not. I don't think I am. Yeah, either. but you'd
2: have to you'd have to pick completely
0: opposite him for the rest of the time. Right. Um you know what I could pick it up and tell you exactly, because 'cause I've got the chart here, uh Steven sent it to me here. I'm just gonna pull it up here. Where is it here? I'm just opening my the Excel spreadsheet. Uh, Oh, good. Is that right? The file is corrupt and can't be opened. Thanks. What did you send me, Steven Sparksman?
2: (laughs) Sparksman.
0: You're sending me. You're going down. You're going down. the second time. Okay, so as of last week's game, games, currently Mark is in first place with 18. Chris is in second place with 16. Will is in third place with 12. And CJ and I are both up the rear with 10. So mathematically, it is possible. So we're, yes, we're not is. the
1: Edmonton and Montreal of this, Charles.
0: Right. Nope.
1: Not yet. Not, I'm feeling like the BC Lions right now in 2011. I can go on a roll here and win this thing. Okay? Well. So I'm going to go pick the Saskatchewan Rough Riders winning this game, and I'm going to pick it by a score of 2-1. to one. What? Will, two to one. If Will could go 38-0, oh, I, I can go 2-1 to one for Saskatchewan. Okay. Because you know what? Anything can happen. On I
2: any know given you're Sunday. really. A, I know you're really a closet rider fan, Christopher. I know that.
1: Yeah, I am. You know what? I am. I, I'm right there. They're yeah. your second.
2: Oh. They're your second. Second? Team.
1: No, I you, think they're my first you, favorite team.
2: You You fit right in there with all those. You guys, like the older so. lions, apparently. You You have no
1: idea what's in my closet. All this green.
0: Full of green, yeah.
1: You know, you know what bothers me the most about uh, Stephen's spreadsheet? He uses green in it. I hate green. I absolutely hate the color green. And he's got all the all the wins and losses highlighted in green. Couldn't you do it like in your Stampeder red or BC orange or, or something? But green, God damn, I hate Saskatchewan. Okay, but I'm picking Saskatchewan to win, beat Calgary two to one. Just because I want to be the odd man out, and I'm making a run at the at the at the the championship here, I want this trophy from Will because he will ship it to me. Mm.
2: <laughs> he does yes, like he will. me a little
1: bit. He does like me a little bit. I,
2: I will, I will, I'll, I'll ship it to you.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: So there we go. Those are the games. That's how they lay lie. I don't know. Okay, let's go on to the agenda. We've done our previews. Did you notice that in your, in your um, agenda you put game preview and then you didn't put the teams? Usually you have the team names there. You just have right, the game preview and then, and then the link. You've done the last two weeks because I usually just highlight the link and delete it, and then it just says game preview, game preview, game preview, game, and I don't wow. know who's playing. So I had to actually go back and put the games in. That's okay. Don't worry about it. It it works. I'm I'm, I'm a talented boy in that regard. I can actually do it. Uh, Okay. Yeah. Segment five, Rough Riders defensive end, Charlton Hughes was charged with impaired driving. Do we see any suspensions coming from the riders? Are you serious? Taj Smith is charged with like attempted murder and, and and he doesn't get suspended, goes on and plays in the Grey Cup game and wins it for them. That is true, but it's
0: a different regime now.
1: Okay. Did Deron Carter get suspended for having uh, marijuana in his suitcase when he was on a team event at an airport going no. from Saskatoon no. to Regina? Did he get suspended he for that? Got...
2: No, but he eventually got cut.
1: Yeah, but that wasn't because of that. I, it may have been a factor well, in that. Might he, have I, think factor. He, I think he's a bigger idiot for other things that Chris Jones probably cut him for. But he didn't get cut for that. He didn't get suspended. He didn't get sat down. He played football. So why would Charlton Hughes be any different here in this regime or any regime in the Riders? Because that's what they're here for. Saskatchewan right now is fighting for the first place in the bye. Why would they sit their best defensive player? Because he got an impaired driving charge. Why would they? I, I know what why. What a serious argument for not suspending this guy as, uh, as a BC Lion? Because I honestly don't I, think I would, what he did was wrong.
2: I would suspend him. In a heartbeat.
1: Yeah, but you would suspend and every rider me. right now. Just because they're no, riders.
2: No, but ask, but ask me why I would suspend him.
1: Why, would you, Why would you
2: suspend him, Well, Because he's stupid. Okay? Yeah, but
1: that's not a
2: crime in this country. I know. I've got a buddy of mine who tells me you can't help stupid, but... You can't um, fix it either. Okay, so think about this, guys. I'm Charleston Hughes, and I'm in Saskatchewan and I'm at wherever he was at, and I've been drinking, yeah. and I need to go home, and I need to go home. Remember, you're in Saskatchewan.
1: There, there's 20,000 people there that would take drive you home at a drop of a hat. You, you,
2: you could stand up in the middle of the bar and say, hey, I need a ride home, and he'd have 150 volunteers in two seconds. Okay?
0: it's,
1: it's, it's a very good point.
2: It's it's just it's just plain stupidity. I mean, and in this day and age, and 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 understand. Don't take don't take this the wrong way. I am not a proponent of drunk driving. Okay, I think it is absolutely ridiculous in this day. There's and no age. excuse for it. There's no excuse. For when me. I was I'll be honest with you, when I was in my twenties, it was a sport. Okay. And everybody did it, true um, true, but but things but things have changed a whole bunch in this world since then, and uh i I just with uber he, he's he's probably making 150 150 k a year. Take a freaking cab dude. okay,
1: first off, I, I but it goes it,
2: it goes to character.
1: Okay, it goes to character. Oh, of the team or of the person? Of the person. Okay. Charles, I'm going to let you go here because I'm going to go on a rant.
0: Okay, well, the, from what I understand, I'm not entirely sure if I'm correct on this, but from what I was to understand, when they busted, busted him, he was not moving. He correct. Was, he was sitting in the car. The motor Sound was asleep. running, but he was not moving. He fell asleep. Well, Correct. at that point, he's not driving at that point. He's sitting in a car not moving. Just because he's got the engine on, that doesn't – now, I don't know, was he in the driver's seat or the passenger seat? Well, it, it's probably not – regardless, it doesn't it, – you're not it does technically matter. driving. It so does least, matter. It does, it matter.
2: Matter. Okay. It it does, does matter. matter. It does yes. matter. It
1: does matter. If he was in the passenger seat, we wouldn't
0: be having this discussion. Right. But if he, even so, if he's uh, in the car and the car's in park and the engine's on – He's technically not driving. Uh, whatever the case may be, uh, they're not going to be a suspension. CJ's right. Uh, the Riders have had guys that have done way worse stuff than this, and they didn't get suspended. Um, Charleston Hughes is not going to get suspended, especially at this point of the season where they're down uh, to the final few weeks of the regular season. It's still mathematically possible, however unlikely, that the Riders could catch Calgary for first place. So they're going to need all of their weapons firing on all cylinders. So they're not going to suspend him. He's going to play. Uh, should he? Well, in a he's still proving guilty, I guess. But you know what? If you're under a criminal investigation and you're under criminal charges, you probably should have been playing. We've talked about this before. So um, he probably should. He should be suspended, but he's not going to be. Yeah.
1: Okay, first off, impaired driving is actually uh, in the criminal code. It's only right. one of two moving vehicle violations that is. The other one is vehicular manslaughter. Okay? Um, but so drunk driving is actually a crime. It's not just uh, it's not a motor vehicle uh, violation. It's actually a crime. Okay, so here's where my rant goes on this one. It goes a couple of different folds. In fact, I've I've forgotten a lot of it. Charles is 100% correct. The vehicle was not moving. He was unconscious, and he was sitting in the driver's seat. Otherwise, he wouldn't have been arrested. Now, who is to say that somebody else wasn't driving, got out of the vehicle, left, Charlton was sitting in the passenger side or in the back seat laying on the seat, got cold, Got up, walked out, went to the pa- driver's seat, sat down, and turned the car on and went to sleep. I know you're laughing at me, Will, and and, and, and for good I reason, know. because we all know that this is totally fictitious and make-believe, and we know that he was driving the car, and nobody's going to anything.
2: But you can't prove that but that you know didn't what? happen. But you know what? He could he could stand up in a room of a thousand rider fans and say who will volunteer to say they were my driver and he'll have nine hundred volunteers. <laughs> of course <laughs> right. they will,
1: and they'll even take an impaired charge for them.
2: Absolutely. Okay, so they are diehard.
1: Um, I'm just saying that. It, have you ever tried to start a car from the passenger seat? It's not that easy, and when you're drunk, it's everything's difficult. Okay. Now, second off, um, one thing I want to and and don't get me wrong, I do not, I'm not a proponent of drinking and driving. I think that anybody who does it is stupid, and and and, and yes, throw the book at them. I just forgot my train of thought, but oh, there is not one single person that I know that you know or that you will ever find that thinks that drinking and driving is a good idea. Okay. When they're sober, there is nobody who thinks that drinking and driving is a good idea. Nobody will answer that question. Oh, yeah, that's great. I I do it all the time. Nobody's going to say that to you, right? Nope. Nope. Is this a a temporary insanity thing? Because when you've been drinking, you honestly do not have control of your faculties. Nobody makes good decisions when they're drunk. I mean, think of all the really ugly women out there,
2: okay? (laughs) Oh, did you say that? Oh, my God.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> do you guys oh, get my hate mail by chance? Just asking. <laughs> yeah, I got a lot of hate mail after the last show about Will. Um, anyhow.
2: <laughs> I wish you'd share some of that with me. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, anyhow. Um, all I'm just saying is you do not make sound judgments when you're drunk. You don't. You absolutely don't, because if he was able to make a sound judgment when he was drunk, he would have got some rider fan to give him a ride home, as we'll suggest it, or maybe a taxi. But where was his wingman? Where was his buddy? I mean, who was taking care of this man? You know, it, there mm-hmm. should have been like rider groupies that were just volunteer to follow these guys around for the next six weeks or so. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it, it's ridiculous that this even happened at this time of the year to this per- particular man. Um, and yeah, we'll, uh, but, you're right. When but, we were younger, this, but, what, drink drinking and driving was a sport. But, but maybe it's not this anymore.
2: Man, but maybe this man is like a lot of other people who have drank too much and drove. They were offered help, but they insisted they were fine.
0: Yeah, because you don't make sound judgment.
2: That happens all the time. It happens all the time. I know, so, and
1: the problem is, is the person who's usually making that offer is also drunk, and says, "Oh yeah, right. okay, no problems." Yeah, he says he's fine. I'm gonna, you know, go ahead, drive home. Yeah, no, it's see, it's ridiculous, and and we're not making light of this in any way shape or form honestly i think nope, that he, had, he could have, he could have seriously in this hurt somebody. day and
2: age no. yes
1: it's just absolutely and completely and totally unacceptable and my, don't do my it. question
2: my question is where did they find him in his car well, it, it was they he had, halfway had to have... home
1: oh, was, he was he in the, the car, parking
2: even? lot of the bar yes where was the car
1: well, there's there's okay. a lot of stories going around, and it was, it, it was said that it was on the side of a road. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so he actually I, made the would, decision to pull over. I mean, a lot of people crash and fall asleep. Yeah. He didn't yeah. crash. He pulled over to the side of the road, put the vehicle in P- park, and went to sleep, which to me I mean, was I, I, a, a, a good he, decision.
2: He could have still been charged, for example. Yeah. If he came out of the bar he was at, got into his car, turned the motor on, with the full intention never of having and a nap, having a nap, never he can still get charged. That's correct. Correct.
1: If he's in the pe- driver's so, seat.
2: hmm You know, I mean, I have uh, had many a nap in the back seat of my car <laughs> in my younger days, but yeah. <laughs> I used to always crawl into the back seat of my car and go to sleep. Okay. Yeah. So that's different. I don't think you're going to be charged in that case.
1: I always find that the driver's seat is more comfortable than anywhere else in the car. So I always like to sit in the the driver's seat. The smart thing that I used to do was throw my keys out the passenger's window. And then when I sobered
2: up, I had to go find them. But you you see, the the other thing that I, I just need to bring up a little bit, is okay so this is a big upheaval because he is a CFL football player An all star and, it, football and player. it is and it is the sack leader as a matter of fact Correct. and it is a, it is a criminal it is a criminal offense i had a person that i know who had an impaired in the last year and a half and he was charged with impaired driving he, before he got to court, he never did get to court, but before he got to court, um, his lawyer made a deal with the judge.
1: Crown. Crown. Crown and it was
2: The Crown, whatever. And what it came down to is this guy wasn't that impaired, I guess you could say, you know, according to their scale and uh you know 15 20 years ago he probably would have got a 72 hour suspension for what he did okay but because of the big hype of drinking and driving and once again i don't I, i'm not a proponent of that you can't do those kind of things anymore because the whole world would be in an upheaval but what happened basically was his lawyer made a deal with with the crown and the crown said this guy gives $1000 to a charity of his choice and it goes away and that's exactly what he did
1: in a heartbeat
2: and that's exactly what he did yeah and he's got no points he didn't get suspended he still it still took 4 months for him to get his license back because that's how long it took for him to come to this deal with the crown but so and i think it, it's high that's a very small it's price because he is a star yep yeah. Yeah, and and I guarantee you, this is this guy. I've known him for twenty years, and he's done this his entire life. And I've been in situations with him. He's come to parties at my house, and he's left completely impaired. And I've tried to stop him. Everybody here has tried to stop him, and he still left. And he never got caught. And the one time he got caught, and this guy, for the last he year, he's so no, no, he did get a lesson because he does not drink and drive at all anymore. I've been in situations with him, yeah, like, it's either, hey, Will, can you pick me up? Or, hey, Will, I'm not bringing my car, or I'm taking the bus there, so I won't be there until this time. Because it scared the crap out of him, basically. Good, Mm -hmm. good. Because he'd never been in trouble with the police, never in his life. As a matter of fact, the... Day after it happened, he always texts me. He never calls me, and I was driving. I was somewhere on a Saturday morning, and my phone rings, and I look down, and it's him, so I answer it. And this guy is totally like he – I thought someone died. Let's put it that way. But so it scared him. So, you know, I, I, I mean, there's lessons to be learned, I guess. So, yeah, but it's so, too bad Charleston Hughes is a star because yes, we're going to follow this whole thing all the way through.
1: Yeah, it's, it's sad, and it's, I can't believe we wasted this much time on it. No, none of us agree that drink, drinking and driving is a good idea. I don't drink at all anymore or very little, and I only do it when I'm in my home. I do not and drive you know vehicle. Is- even with one drink, I do not drive.
2: You know what the scariest thing for me is? (laughs) My wife has never had a drink in her life. And I quit drinking about the time I met her. And I could have kept on drinking because I had a built-in DD for the rest of my life. Yeah. 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 It's just, yeah, no problems.
1: Okay. So actually, before we move on. You know, w- remember when we were younger and this, like you said, this was a bit of a sport, and that's about the time that, yeah, that's the time that Mad was created. If you remember that, which was Mothers Against yeah. Drunk Drivers.
0: Mothers Against Drunk Drivers.
1: And, and a bunch yep. of us wanted to do Damn,
2: There's Drunks Against Mad Mothers. Oh, uh, okay. it that wouldn't a- have gone over big, Chris. <laughs> it wouldn't have gone over big, Christopher. No, okay. I don't It think would so. not have. No, no. <laughs> They would have deported you, okay? Probably. (laughs) But once again, please understand, please understand we're not trying to make light of this, okay? Because it's a serious offense. Well, yeah, but I don't,
1: I I really don't think that he should be charged. He wasn't driving a motor vehicle.
2: He He was in a motor vehicle. It It was in a motor vehicle and it was running. Technically, he was driving.
0: Yeah, if it hadn't yeah, been it, running, then that would have been the difference.
1: No, I don't think it would have mattered. I, I if don't know. He had, someone if he, would had, tell me he that.
2: had the keys, someone was he was in control. telling me there's a fine line. There's a fine line. If he had had his keys in his pocket, it would have been different.
1: It may have been different. So you're, you're talking about Saskatchewan, a redneck capital of Canada, and you're talking about a black man. So you know, I'm I'm not sure. It might have been different. I'm not sure.
2: You said okay. you said that I didn't. I know,
1: but I somebody has
2: to do it. You know, it's usually the nice news, thing so I might, is, the I nice might as well take is, the heat on this one. Charleston is a seasoned veteran. Okay, at least he didn't try and fight the cops, Roy Finch. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like really,
1: uh, he, refusing the breathalyzer was was. Kind of like I'm not sure about that one. That that wasn't the smart one.
0: Not really, right. no.
1: Yeah. So anyhow, um let's get off this topic because I know we're just digging ourselves a hole. We've we're 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 yes, we're we gone pretty, we've gone way too off base on too many things tonight. Yep. Well, you know I what? Can you we might as well just have I can fun. tell
2: you stories. I can tell you stories. I could tell you stories. Okay? Yeah,
1: okay. <laughs> let's review and discuss the latest power rankings. No, oh, you know what? It's it's 11 minutes after 9. We're going to skip this one to the end, okay? Because All let's right? get rid of okay. these other things. Okay? Cuz I think we can get rid of these really quickly. We could
0: we could actually go on to the power rankings and not get onto anything else. So that's probably a good idea.
1: Yeah. Johnny Manziel plans to honor his final year of the Alouette's contract. Why is this even an issue that it is what you are supposed to do? Well, I agree, but at this point in time the AAFABCDF I uh, I don't think has an a, a uh, an agreement with the CFL to honor each other's contracts.
2: I thought well, they I did. Mean, do they? I thought they did. Yes.
0: But even if wow. they don't, they get the CFL could just take Manziel to court, and I would think that the, the contract would stand up in court.
1: It would in Canada, and if you never step foot in Canada again, it wouldn't matter.
2: Well, I yeah, guess that's let's, true. uh Let's waste money money on a on a lawsuit where the guys won three games in the or the guys played in three games in the CFL. Come on, yeah, like it, it, it's a non-event.
1: I, you know what? He says he's willing to honor the contract. The question here really should be: Will Montreal keep him? him back? Yeah, are they going to release no. his ass?
0: No, I think he. I think they keep him. Oh, they keep yeah, him and he have, stays. Have, so. They have a hard decision
2: to make at the end of the year. Do they keep Drew Willie or do they keep Donnie Manziel? Well, they
1: just signed Vernon Adams Jr. to a two year contract. I know. Right? So that and, one, and, and, they Willey, and they got Drew Willie. And they got Drew Willie. And they got uh, this Pipkin, Pipkin, who actually didn't Pitkin play too or bad. Or... And, and, and nope. they got Manziel. So he plans on honoring his well, why is that, yeah, why is that a news event?
0: That's, that's what I did. I mean, because I saw this article. I'm like, what does that mean? Well, I mean, what's the difference? What I, I think most do? players
1: in the CFL plan to honor their contracts. Yeah, I would hope so. Yeah, it would be chaos, yeah. total anarchy if they didn't, right? <laughs> so, yeah. Okay, so I'm I'm kind of we're gonna move on from this one and, because and, there's really and nothing honestly, much to say.
2: About it. Honestly, hold on. Honestly, he's gonna honor his contract because nobody else is looking to give him a contract. Okay.
0: Well, that's also that's also a fair comment I would say.
2: <laughs> uh huh.
0: So not okay. as, as People are knocking down his door. Move on. Okay, so where are we going
1: here with this? Uh, Most defensive tackles in one season is Solomon Aluminium with 144 and Solomon Aluminium with 143 and J.C. Sherritt with 130 and Solomon Aluminium with 129. Wow, he's got three in the top four. And then Bruce Holmes with 127. That's most tackles in one season. Now, one of those seasons, one of those seasons, Solomon Aluminium made CFL history by being uh, named the MOP as a defensive player. It's never gone to a defensive player in the history of the CFL, in the 112 years of the CFL or however long the thing's been around. It has never gone to a defensive player until 1917, 2017, sorry. When Solomon Aluminium made it, won it. I think it was 2017, or was it 2014? Doesn't matter. Okay. So no, I now it's 17 is 17. Yep. So right now we have stats, we have player stats, and we have Adam Bighill. Right, we're going over to defense tackles, and the tackle the sa- tackle leader is Alex Singleton actually with 107 with three games remaining. Adam Big Hill is 102. That's total side total tackles. Okay, that includes special teams tackles, not just defensive tackles, because they're both tied at 101. They're nowhere fucking near Solomon Alaminian's 144 tackles. They're not even going to come close to it in this game this season. How do they expect? Matthew Cause of CFL.ca to say that Adam Hill is in the conversation with MOP. In fact, he is the front runner for the MOP of the CFL season. Does that mean that the offense in this league sucks so bad that they have to put in a, 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 a I don't, I want to use the word mediocre, but I can't, but you're off by 40 tackles. That's, that's, of what you've got it's not even close to being in the discussion for MOP I don't I don't know I I just the numbers don't work for me how can this happen somebody please explain it to me Charles do you agree that he is in the conversation for MOP that he is actually the front runner
0: I don't know if I would call him the front-runner. Well, I don't think I would call him the front-runner. I wouldn't rule him out of winning, though, because he has been really the, the, the catalyst for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers and for their defense this year. I think he's been absolutely spectacular. Uh, you got to think this is a guy that did not play in the, in the CFL last year. Um, I think he's really been uh, – he has actually controlled games for the Bombers, so while I would not put him in as a front runner, uh I think he will win bet, uh I personally he'd be my pick for defensive player. Um I don't know no if arguments. I would give it to him, but I don't I don't know if I would give it to him, but I, I could see why people think he's in the discussion. I would not call him a front runner though. I
1: you know, I would say that he is the front runner for the MOP defensive MOP. Uh only because his only real competition is Charlton Hughes. And I think that he just got a, a pee-pee slap. It's not a, He's he's going to lose some votes for that, this drunk driving mm-hmm. charge. So I think yeah, uh, Adam's going to get the nod in the West, and there's nobody in the East that can come close to him. So, yes, I believe that he will be the defensive uh, most valuable player. Most de- most valuable de- – uh, is that right? MOP. Most, most, out- most outstanding defensive no. player. Yes. Yeah. M O D P. Yes. Yeah. Okay, I have no doubt that he's he's going to win that. Okay, I agree with you. His his this motor has just been running, but is he going to get it over a You know, a bunch of other players. No, I don't think he will. I just don't think he will. William, what do you think?
2: Well. Okay, you look at the league, okay? So the front runner on offense, if you just go purely stats, is Mike Riley. Yeah. Okay? His his team may not even make the playoffs. Correct. Okay? So do you give it to him? I don't think so. You can't. Um, you can't? Um you know, they say they say uh both by uh, Mitchell is up there. I wouldn't give it to him either. I think I really think the MOP this year is Jeremiah Mazzoli, to be honest with you. And uh he's played well. He's on a winning team, sorta. Um, he's taken his team. He's really in reality he's a second or third year quarterback that's actually started. Um, as far as Adam Big Hill goes, like I told you guys on Sunday night, I have not noticed Alex or I have not noticed Adam Big Hill this year until the last two games.
1: No, that was and w- I think w-
2: No, no, Adam Big Hill. I t- said that on Sunday. Haven't you noticed sure? them up until these last two games. Positive. I know what okay. I say. Um I haven't noticed Taylor Loeffler for two fucking years, okay? Yeah, Sorry. Exactly. Because he's done nothing. Okay? The only time we know ever noticed him when is he hit Manny Arsenal and that's 3 years ago already. Okay? Oh, yeah. So um I still I still think as far as defensive player goes, you have to look at Alex Singleton. He's the leading tackler. He's 25 years old, okay? Yeah and he won the defensive MVP last year, okay? So, I mean, he's got to be right in there. Yeah, I know he plays on a good team, blah, 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 but he shouldn't be punished uh, for that.
1: I'm not taking anything away from Alex. I, I, I
2: completely okay. forgot about um, him, and, I'm but sorry, Adam and I apologize Bigh- to Adam, him for that. Adam Bighill for MOP. The only way a defensive player wins MOP is if he had a season like Solly had when he won it. Yeah, and there All is, right? and That's this wasn't only, one of them. Ninety percent of the time, ninety-nine point nine percent of the time, it goes to the offensive player. So, correct. You know, I I, I don't think Adam Big Hill is even a consideration. There's there's a lot of offensive players out there that should be considered before him, or before. Uh, Adam Big Hill. So, just saying.
1: Yeah, and and I don't think he's a shoe in for the most outstanding defensive player. No. Nope. He's got nope.
2: the guy
0: we talk, the guy we talked about earlier, Charleston Hughes, is going to give him uh, a run right there. But like well, you and said, so this Alex Singleton up here might. And Singleton, you're right.
2: Yeah, but uh, on the other hand, um, Charleston Hughes is having no bigger of a season than he's always had. And, True. And he, he's not going to be... I don't think he's going to be a defensive player. Okay? For some reason, it's not a defensive lineman award. usually goes to linebackers. Yeah. So... Unless and, you're Joe Monford, and that, that's a different story. So,
1: so you know, you got Mike Riley. You also have Duke Williams, but then Duke Williams again is on the on the Eskimos, who is not going to yeah. be making the playoffs. So it's hard to play yeah, him.
0: I, yeah, I, I have a hard time picking a a player from a team uh, that's not making the playoffs uh, for an MOP. I, I know it's been done before. I just it doesn't make sense to me.
1: No, no, it's it's it, it's not working for me. Okay,
2: so let's. I mean, on. hey, why? What? What do we say about? Okay, and I know he's not really a football player, but the kicker in Ottawa, he broke records. Uh, well, I, I know that. You,
0: I'm just. I'm not giving the MOP to a kicker. I, I think he's pretty I much know, a shoe in for rookie of the year. Yeah, that okay. that's fine. And but he's not
1: gonna win. Is, is, no, do we uh, have a special teams player of the year?
0: Yeah, I believe they do have that. They he could win that too.
2: Yeah. How about how about he could also win he's Canadian, is he not? Yes he is. Top Canadian. He could win that.
1: Yep. But he's not gonna win oh, the yeah. MOP.
0: I can't see a kicker winning MOP, no matter how many field goals he kicks in a row.
1: Yeah. But he is having a historic career, agreed. But, no,
2: he's a a kicker, not a football player. (laughs) Who are you you quoting now, Christopher? Oh, (laughs) I've been quoting
1: myself for many years, Will that over and over and over again. And my good friend Paul McCallum gets mad at me every time I do. (laughs) He's the first one to admit that he was never in really good
2: shape. Who was the guy, who was the kicker in Toronto? What year? um, I would say in the last 10 years that actually used to run down on Coverage and make tackles, and he used to make monster hits. Oh, is I'm that, um, uh, that Noel Fontaine? Yes, Noel Fontaine. Yeah, just thought run he down was a the thrill guy. I always thought he was a football player, okay?
0: He would yeah. actually throw he hits.
2: Who hap- just happened to make his career as a kicker. So Yeah. Yeah, okay. Speaking of Toronto Maple
1: Leafs, or sorry, Toronto Argonauts, Maple Leaf Sports and Entertainment is moving to improve the much maligned playing surface at BMO Field. Should they go? Should, should they just go to turf and forget the natural grass? I want to see this story. I didn't actually see this story. Uh, I heard there was some big announcement happening, but what are they? What was the plan, Charles? You read this thing? There, go it, ahead.
0: It's going to be another. It's going to be another grass field. They're not going to turf. Uh, this one is apparently better grass than what they have. This is all being precipitated by the, the 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 whining of Toronto FC. Believe me, if this were the Argos bitching and they have every right to be with that Mickey Mouse setup that they got in the end zone, they wouldn't even bat an eye at it. But because Toronto FC is complaining, then they're gonna. That's what's gonna. Yeah, that's they're gonna move right away. But it's gonna. From what I read, it's gonna be another grass field.
1: I I, I hope it fails miserably. So, Okay, so uh, we're just going to ignore that. Will, do you have anything to say about this? Because I I have nothing. Don't care. No, I didn't yeah. think so. I totally agree. Okay, let's go back and do the power rankings. Actually, before we do the power rankings, I have something else that I want to talk about. Uh, Todd Mogey posted this twice, and it really bothered me that he posted twice. You're an admin. Todd, you're not supposed to post the same thing to do. Oh no, he didn't. Sorry, my mistake. I'll, I'll apologize to you, Todd. Uh, odds to make the playoffs. Teams are projected their projected records and <coughs> the percentage that they believe that they are going to make the playoffs. Calgary Stampeders are projected to be 15 and three. That means they're going to win the remaining three games, which is stupid, ridiculous. And they've clinched a playoff position. Saskatchewan Rough Riders are going to end up 11 and 7, which is where? Is that where they are right now? No, they're 10 and. Where are they? They're 10 and 6 right now. So they're suggesting that they're going to be 11 and 7. So they got one more win, one more loss to come up. Hopefully that loss. No, it's not. They don't play BC. Okay. Hamilton Tiger Cats are going to clinch the playoff position and they will finish 10 and 8. They're currently 8 and 7. Ottawa Red Blacks are going to finish 9 and 9 and they're currently 8 and 8. And uh, the Winnipeg Blue Bombers are going to finish 11 and 7. And their chances of making the playoffs are 97.38%. So they pretty much given Winnipeg. a a, a pass into the playoffs by either third in the West or a crossover. And they're currently at nine and nine and six or something like this, or nine and seven. I don't know. BC lions who will finish the season eight and 10, eight and 10 uh, under 500 are, have an 82% chance of making the playoffs and the Edmonton Eskimos who will finish the season nine and nine, have a 20% chance of making the playoffs. Argos and Montreal both are expected to win one game each, probably against each other, and they have been eliminated from the playoffs. My question is, what moron created this? BC's projected to be 8-10, and 10, and Edmonton is going to be 9-9, nine and nine, and they're going to miss the postseason?
0: Yeah, something doesn't, that doesn't even make sense.
1: No, it doesn't. It makes absolutely no sense at all. Zero. So
0: according to this, BC is going to lose all of their last three games. How do they make the playoffs in that scenario? Well, how does the math work there? It doesn't. The only thing that I well, have just not.
1: just realized is that possibly it's a typing mistake, and it should be ten and eight.
0: It probably it has to be because it. It doesn't make any sense otherwise.
1: It it would have to be a typing mistake.
0: Because otherwise
1: I, I have no response. I don't understand how this is possible. Uh, what I think is funnier because, is the
0: uh, Go ahead. I was just gonna say because Somehow they have the Lions with a worse record than the Eskimos, yet the Eskimos miss and the Lions get in. That doesn't—it's got to be a ten and eight because it does, that's, that's, The math doesn't make any sense.
1: None, zero, zero. Okay, now odds to win the Grey Cup: Hamilton Tiger Cats are projected at thirty-five point seven. Winnipeg Blue Bombers at twenty-nine point seven. Calgary Stampeder's at at twenty-eight. Ottawa at two, Saskatchewan at two, BC Lions at two, Edmonton at point two. Odds of Montreal or Toronto winning the Grey Cup this year,
2: zero. Well, that's that's accurate.
1: Well, at least they got that right. They got the last two right. If they had given we them any percentage that? chunk in there, I would I would have chewed their ass.
0: Okay, what was that, Will?
2: Did they use a calculator to figure out Montreal and Toronto? I don't know.
0: They used a weird equation.
1: Okay, let's ditch this and go over to the power rankings. Now, you, we've got two different power rankings. got the T, Nissan Titan power rankings, and we have those three-down morons power rankings. So let's compare them, okay? TSN has... Hamilton in first place in the power rankings.
0: They've already Down lost Nation. me. What's that? They've already lost me. They have? But go Why? On. Yeah. I, uh, there's no way I put Hamilton first, but go on.
1: Three Down Nation has Calgary in first. Who do you have in first place, Will? Will, wake up.
2: I'm awake. I'm just thinking here. I I uh right now, anybody but Calgary.
1: Really? You're not okay. putting Calgary so,
2: in the top yeah. spot. Who are you gonna put no, there? Because are you, like, like put hold Hamilton? on, like you've all, like you've always told me, like you've always told me and you've always said in the past, it has nothing to do with standings. No, nope. Okay. And if you go with the phrase of who's trending up and who's trending down, the last two games Calgary has scored in the last two games Calgary has scored thirty three points in the last yep. two games.
0: They've cool. averaged
2: thirty. They've averaged thirty six points this year a game. Mm-hmm. And so and so they're trending down obviously. Okay. Um, so- would I put would I would I put Hamilton there? I I more prefer quite truthfully the bombers or and I'm gonna say this and I'm not gonna people are gonna think I'm nuts. Bombers or B C E.
1: Okay, so here's here's how three down nation is looking at it. Um Winnipeg has won the last four straight games, but they lost four prior to that. So they are trending up but inconsistent. Hamilton is won two straight and BC has won five of their last six to me those three teams are the most powerful teams moving forward towards the end of the playoff uh, end of the season to me yep I I don't care what order you put them in I mean five out of six is pretty goddamn impressive in my opinion and that's the BC Lions winning four straight for Winnipeg is also bloody impressive Hamilton two straight is not a big deal, but they're Eastern teams, right? And they've been playing Eastern games, so yeah. Um, Calgary, I can't put Calgary in first place, and I nope. obviously neither does CFL.ca. Charles, who are you putting in first place?
0: I'm going to go and I'm going the other way. I'm still going with Calgary. They've got the best record in the CFL. Uh, I still think they're the odds-on favorite to finish first. I know they're missing receivers. I get that. I still think that team's good enough to be in first To be first in the power rankings. Um, I know a lot of people, because of their injuries, are shying away from that. But I still think that when it comes right down to it, they're probably the best team in the CFL. Um, and they're going to get healthy. They're going to get some guys back. So I'm still going to put them in first.
1: You're going to put them in first? Yes. Okay, and uh, three down. Nation has Calgary. Charles has Calgary. Will has who are you going to put there? Will pick somebody. Winnipeg. Okay, uh, I'm going to pick Winnipeg as well. Okay, I just think they're 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 looking good and they're scoring points, and to me that is more important than defensive stops. Okay. So, in second place, TSN has Calgary, and Three Down Nation has Winnipeg. Who does Will have?
2: B.C. B.C.
1: B.C. BC there, okay. And, Charles, you're going to put who next?
0: I'm going to put Winnipeg next.
1: You're going to put Winnipeg next, and I am going to put BC next. So, Will, you and I are kind of thinking the same rating here. That's scaring me. Uh, Third place, the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, according to TSN, and uh, Three Down Nation has uh, the Ticats there. What do you figure, Will? Calgary. You're going to put Calgary next, okay? Yep. Charles, who you got there?
0: It's scaring me how much I'm a like three-down nation, but I've got Hamilton there.
1: You got Hamilton there? You got BC in fourth?
0: Yes. How kind of a
1: homer are you? Well, I'm putting Hamilton in third. I'm agreeing with you. Okay, Uh, TSN has BC next, and Three Down Nation would have to have uh, BC there as well. And, Will, you've got Winnipeg, BC, Calgary. This has to be Hamilton then for you. Is that correct? Yep. Yep. And, Charles, this would have to be BC next for you, and this would have to be Calgary for me because – After that, I really don't think we can rank the rest of the teams. Um, Okay, let's go on. Uh, In fifth place, power rankings. Okay, fifth, TSN has Edmonton. I'm not sure about that one. And TSN or Three Down Nation has Edmonton in fifth. Wow, okay. Who you got there, Will? Will?
2: In fifth?
1: Yeah.
2: Um, Ottawa.
1: You're putting Ottawa next. Okay. Charles, what do you got?
0: Uh, Saskatchewan.
1: You're going to put Saskatchewan there? Uh,. I'm going with Edmonton. So then we go over to sixth place. And TFN has the Red Blacks, Ottawa. Three Down Nation has Saskatchewan. Will, who you got? It's going to be Edmonton or Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan. Which one are you going to take? Saskatchewan. You're going to take Saskatchewan next? Okay. Yep. Charles, you must be taking who? Ottawa or Edmonton? Edmonton. Edmonton.
0: Edmonton.
1: Yeah. I'm taking Saskatchewan. And, uh, okay, then with, that would be two, four, six. Now, seventh place. Two four, 2, 4, 6. Oh, I'm doing this backwards. I always confuse myself. <sighs> okay, TSN has Saskatchewan next. Uh, Three Down Nation has... In seventh place, who do you guys have? You have the Red Blacks, Ottawa. So, Will, you would have to have Edmonton here. Is that correct? Yep. Did he go? Edmonton here, yes. Okay. Charles, yep. you're going to have to put Ottawa here.
0: Ottawa, yep.
1: And I'm going to have to put Ottawa here. Because eighth and ninth really don't matter. Okay. But uh, let's just go with Three Down Nation. They took Montreal. And CFL.ca took Montreal. Uh, Will, you're going to take Montreal. Charles is going to take Montreal.
0: Montreal, yeah. CJ yep.
1: is going to take Montreal. And in last place is going to be Toronto, Toronto. Toronto, Toronto, and Toronto. Yep. You can unmute your mic, Will, if you disagree with what I just said about you. No. Okay, that's it. Argos are in last place. There's no doubt, no question about that one. So this is kind of interesting. None of us have really picked exactly the same.
0: Kind of different, yeah.
1: Very different, very different. We put Ottawa and Edmonton in different places all the way across the board. We've got different first place. Well, first and second for Char- Will and I are the same. Ah, interesting, very interesting. So we got twenty minutes left. We've just already done the power rankings.
0: And power rankings mean crap. So yep. we
1: fuck off.
0: They change <laughs> yep. from week to week.
1: Second yeah, to second. We, we really don't care about power rankings,
0: but they're fun to do because,
1: hey, if you look at it. This is the first week in, since off season, preseason, week one, right through to week eighteen that Calgary is not number one on the TSN power rankings.
2: And weren't they number one all of last year as well? Uh, I don't know. I can't go look. I would. I would guess so.
1: But it sure has been a mixed bag in the second place. It's been it, Toronto was actually in second place in week one. Hamilton in week five. Edmonton most of most of the season has been Edmonton. Saskatchewan's been there for two weeks. Ottawa's been there for two weeks.
0: Wow, I've never. I don't think I've ever seen a season where the power rankings. Oh. We're so all over the map from week to week.
1: And and, and huge fluctuations. Just watching my Lions, there's huge fluctuations. I mean, they've been in fourth place and they've been in seventh place. They've never been in the basement this year. No,
0: thank you, Ottawa. Montreal. Montreal. Excuse me, Montreal, not Ottawa.
2: Johnny Football.
0: Johnny Football.
1: So, what do you guys want to talk about now? Go over to Let's Talk CFL and find a subject.
2: Did did I not see an article today posted about they're pretty sure Mark Dressman is not coming back next year? There was some talk
0: about that.
2: Well, we talked about yeah, that I on the show. No. no,
0: no, I saw it somewhere today. I'm sure. Yeah, I think you're right. I think I saw something about that. I don't know where I have to look at it, but I think you're right. There was something about that. Uh, my computer is so slow. Uh, I, I don't know.
1: Riders are uh, apologized for an embarrassing situation in, in involving Charlton Hughes. No, well, I guess so.
0: So you're gonna, you're gonna, uh, you know, suspend them? Then I'm guessing not.
1: No, no, no,
0: yeah.
1: no. There's no way. And there's no way Adam Big Hill's going to be the mop, and we're not talking about that anymore. Game plan against the kick, kick 38 signals and pray for the defense to show up. <laughs> That's the philosophy of the Riders right now playing Calgary.
0: Pretty much,
1: kick 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 38 Rouge's. Change is afoot with the Argos, but change must begin with appointing full-time president. That's the only article I've seen so far about this.
0: But you know what? On that topic, I remember back when they said that they, they announced that their president, and it was the same president as Toronto FC, and I remember back then saying that that was a stupid idea, that basically the Argos are going to be treated like second-class citizens, and that's basically what's happened. MLNC is basically, I don't even know why they bought um, the Argos, because they don't seem to care about us all that much.
1: Okay, here's one that I have a problem with. The Toronto Argonauts today have signed three players. Trayvon Van, a running back. Caleb Hamm, a defensive back, who is the son of Tracy Hamm, former quarterback. And wide receiver Austin Duke. Why would you sign players with three games left in the season and you've been eliminated
0: from the playoffs? And why would why don't those you players just bring sign us a practice roster guys? Yeah. I don't know, that doesn't make any sense either. No.
1: Okay, here's a big question. We could do we can do this. Um again, we're having a Western crossover. Again, yeah, yep. Again, this is, what, three years in a row?
0: Something like that, yeah.
1: And 14 of the last 17 years. Yeah. So that just basically means a Western team crosses over to the East just about every year. It is mathematically impossible for an Eastern team to cross over to the West. Okay, I'm going to say it's mathematically impossible. It's not mathematically impossible. It, you can... It can happen, but for it to happen, you have to have four strong Eastern teams and three Western teams have to shit the bed. You're more likely to have five strong Western teams and two to three teams in the East shit the bed. Okay. That's, and that's what's been happening for 14 of the last 17 years. So, do we keep the east-west divisions? Does it make sense to have an east-western rivalry? Yes, the eastern team seems to win the playoffs more, but is that fair? Is that fair that the the, the teams like the Saskatchewan right now, we're going to use that really loosely because they're in second place, and they're going to end up with – a. a 11 or 12 wins on the season, They don't get a buy when an eight win Ottawa team does, or a nine win Ottawa team does. How is that fair? How is it justifiable? So do we create one division? Because right now, if you look at the rankings, if you look at the actual, standings okay and you merge the two of them together Mm -hmm. the order doesn't change it's still going to be calgary saskatchewan winnipeg bc edmonton ottawa hamilton montreal toronto the order doesn't change because we've blended two divisions together no It's not like Ottawa slides into third place or something like this. They're not. They're going to go from – they're going to be on sixth place below Edmonton. How and why is that real? And why should they get a buy? So please, Will, give me some wisdom. What What would you like to see happen? And do you believe that if we get rid of the East and West divisions, that the TV audience or the Ontario audience will disappear from the CFL? Uh, Is that going to be the downturn of the CFL by
2: making it one division? I, I think, I think, I don't think it's watched that much in Ontario now, to be honest with you. I don't think they care about their football teams, especially in Toronto. Um, would I Would I change it? I like the East-West rivalry. I really do. Always have. Um, but I, I, I think something has to change because I don't think the East thinks they have to try very hard. And You know, do you just mail in the first 10 games if you're in the East because you know you can make the playoffs even if you don't win at all? And you're usually going to make the playoffs with a losing record. But I still wouldn't get rid of it because I like that rivalry. What I think they should do if, well, if we end up with another team in that certain province, which I think will be a disaster, but if we do... Um then I think uh, I, I think there'll be some more rivalry in the in the East, but I still think they'll all still have shit records. So but I still don't want to change it. I'm I'm really you know, it's been this way forever. And uh I don't want to change it. I don't have any wisdom as far as why I don't want to change it. I just like the East West rivalry. But come the end of the season, there's going to be a very good football team in the West that's not going to make the playoffs. So for two mediocre teams in the East that did make the playoffs. Mm -hmm. So So.
1: what rivalry is there, East-West rivalry? Tell me what it is because I don't see
2: it. It's just Eastern Canada against Western Canada. There's always but been you that don't, rivalry.
0: care about that?
1: You want to talk about a rivalry in, in the CFL? It's Edmonton and Calgary. It's Saskatchewan and Winnipeg. It's Toronto and Hamilton. I don't see anywhere where it's East-West.
2: Well, BC doesn't I, have I a rivalry
1: just, with Montreal.
2: Well, and then since you put it that way, okay, for example... You know, people always frown on me when Grey Cup comes along, and if Calgary is not in it, and Winnipeg's not in it, and no, no, I do care because I like football. If Saskatchewan or Edmonton is in it, I cheer for the East.
1: Right. So you're not okay. a, you're not a, a the East West division doesn't mean that much to you. Because if you would, no. believed in that rivalry, that Western-Eastern rivalry, you would be cheering for a Western team because,
2: well, because yeah, you're but a Western. There, really, there is really no rivalry. It's just come Grey Cup time, you get, you get a rivalry because it's East against West. We've always
1: said, and I, I, I cannot believe how long it's been, the, the best game is always the Western Finals.
2: Yeah, a lot of That's times. That's the true Grey
1: Cup, right? We've always yeah, said that, times. that that is the battle of the two best teams. The Grey Cup next week is just a Mount Ahoma, huh? right? It's always the Western Final is the game to watch. So why don't we make the Western Final mean something more?
0: Well, to be honest, I think at least the last couple of years, the Grey Cup has been probably the best game. But in general, you're correct.
1: That's only because Calgary can't play in the big game.
2: I was going to say, that's only if you're not a Calgary fan, Charles. <laughs> well, that's true.
1: It, it, yeah, I mean, simply put, it's just the Calgary can't play in the big game, or they haven't been.
0: Sure.
1: Yeah. So, you know, I, I just don't I see it. Sure. I I would like to see, okay, Keep the divisions. The bye goes to the top two teams in the
0: league. I don't care what division they're in. That, that you know what, that would be, I think, makes sense. And but, the other thing I'm going to say here, what I think, I think that in the crossover game, if the crossover team has a better record than the second-place team... Give the crossover team home field. They they earned it with the better record. So, so,
1: no, so should the crossover team then be the second best team?
0: Well, they wouldn't be because they'd be behind the two teams in the um,
1: – No, no, division. that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying right now, if we looked at the playoff position that we're, we have right now today, okay – Saskatchewan Rough Riders in second place with a record of 10 and 6 should cross over to the Eastern Division and be in first place with the bye.
0: Oh, maybe it should.
1: Okay. And then Ottawa and Hamilton play in the semifinal. The winner of them goes to Saskatchewan and plays the Rough Riders. And Winnipeg and BD battle it out and play Calgary. And then the winner goes to the Grey Cup of those games. Mm hmm. So instead of crossing over the worst team that makes the playoffs in the West, or should I say the fourth-place team, as Edmonton would lead, um, it should be the second-best. The, the second-best second team should cross over. They, they earned the right to the bye. They should be in the number-one spot in the East. The crossover should be there. It shouldn't be a, oh, well, the, the, let's put the rejects over there, put the BC Lions over there and see what happens. Hamilton's going to beat them up right? You want the best teams to play in the game. The Saskatchewan Riders mm-hmm. should be playing in the Eastern division with a bye. That's my opinion. Mm-hmm. That's where I, I, that's how I would change this playoff format. I yeah. wouldn't get scrap the East West division. I would just put, and let's just say the, 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 the second best team crossed over. Okay. Cause the West has got a crossover. It's not, That's not a debate, okay? The West is crossing over. So the second-best team in the Western Division crossover, that's the Saskatchewan Roughriders. Now let's just say, let's just hypothetically say that Ottawa has 11 wins and Saskatchewan has 10. Well, then Saskatchewan goes into second place in the Eastern Division and hosts the semifinal game against Hamilton. Ottawa gets the bye because Ottawa earned it. They have more wins than Saskatchewan. So the Western team crosses over and is inserted into the position that their team earns. So it's kind of what you said, is that if they've got a better to better record than the second-place team, that they should host it. But well, what if they have a better record than the first-place team? They should get the bye. I like your idea, Charles. I just don't think you took it far enough.
0: Okay, then, well, maybe what you do is – you can keep the Western. Uh, well, I don't know if there's a point to it at this point. I was going to say keep the East-West um, standings, but then reseed the teams when you get to the playoffs, and just go based on based on record. But then at that point, you may as well just get rid of the um, get rid of the divisions altogether because they don't really mean anything at that point.
1: Well, they do mean something because in the with our nine-team league. There are teams that you play that play 3 times in a year. Saskatchewan and Calgary are playing 3 times this year. Right? Yeah. I think BC and Edmonton play 3 times this year.
2: Mhm. Okay.
1: So, every Calgary team has BC
2: to play 3 times this year. Do they? Okay. Yep.
1: So, under those circumstances, that's where your division comes in, right? 'Cause you play more often in your own division. Okay. I guess it's got ninety seconds left in the show, so I guess I should pay attention. <sighs> Deep sigh. There was a shout out I wanted to give tonight and I can't remember who it was or what it was. Oh I do. I do. Let me let me go off and see if I can find it real fast. Ah, uh, let's just finish this one up and be done with it. Okay. Uh, BC Lions. Oh, yeah. (sighs) BC Lions. No, Let's Talk CFL podcast episode number 290. I've been your host, Christopher Jones, and I'd like to thank you for hanging out with us for the last two hours. My shout-out goes to Herb Zerkowski, the beat reporter for the Montreal Alouettes, who is returning after four weeks from bladder cancer surgery. Way to go, Herb. Get back in the battle. Get back in the seat, saddle, okay, buddy. You take care, Charles. Say good night.
0: Good night, folks. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the games this weekend. Go Lions. Let's win the. Get into the playoffs, and we'll talk to you on Sunday.
2: Well. Good night, everybody. Go Watch football this weekend, and go Owls. Go Owls.
1: Okay, take care, everybody. Cheers.